Welcome to Streaming Quick Thoughts, where we share our quick thoughts on trending topics. My name is Nathan. And I'm Daniel. And welcome to our podcast. So, Daniel, nightmare fueled this Friday? (laughs) Yes. My gosh, what a freaking episode, right? And for this, we're talking about WandaVision Episode 4, We Interrupt This Program. Yes. So, Dan, where do you want to start on this one? Ooh, let's start right at the beginning because I think the beginning of this episode was so strong and so good. This is interesting. The beginning of this episode, people are treated like it was like a big spoiler, big reveal. But we've technically seen this before, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Spider-Man? Far From Home, yeah. We see how it was like for people to come back and some of the chaos that happened. Yes. Such as half the marching band reappearing in the middle of a basketball game. (laughs) Yeah. But they did it as a comedy thing. Yes. This is following a certain trend that WandaVision is following. This was chaotic. This was creepy the way that people were just coming back. I mean, hospital staff freaking out that terminal patients were coming back. And then dying. (laughs) Yeah, right? It's like, like there's a nurse that runs by. We don't have capacity to deal with all these new patients. It is insane. I mean, can you imagine just like laying in your bed in the hospital and all of a sudden this dude just like appears on your bed too? (laughs) (laughs) And I think for me, like just looking at Monica, right? What a devastating thing to go through. Right? She's sitting there waiting for her mom to come back from surgery, thinking it's all going to be better. And it's so much worse than, for example, what happened to the rest of the Avengers, for example, because they kind of knew that something was coming, like they didn't feel good, but they were awake when it happened. Can you imagine taking a nap and then waking up from that nap and then it's five years later? Right. That's That's just insane. Not to mention the fact that for Maria, it's such a loss. I mean, she wasn't there when her mom died. She missed the last years that she had with her mom. And so I think that when they questioned her about that, right? And when she came off and said, no, I'm fine. Everything's good. You know, I'm totally over this, right? It's like, are you? Are you really? Because I wouldn't be. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that that was such a great way to begin this episode to show that, right? Just to also show where the character of Monica Rambo is at amidst this whole TV show chaotic situation. And it does give us a little bit of a backstory for other things that are coming up, such as our Secret Wars, that we know is going to heavily feature S.W.O.R.D. And the Skrulls. We have Monica Rambo was a early agent for S.W.O.R.D. Her mom created it from the ground up. Yep. We know that Samuel Jackson's up on his space station with the Skrulls. Chillin'. We got all these pieces that are being set up and redefined. Yes. And it's really set up for S.W.O.R.D. to just step into the role, both space and terrestrial, as what S.H.I.E.L.D. was. Exactly, yeah. Which makes me wonder, are we going to see a fall of S.W.O.R.D.? Are we going to have a a situation like like what happened with S.H.I.E.L.D.? I hope that we can avoid Hydra infiltrating another organization. (laughs) Well, that might be what they deal a little bit with when it comes to the Secret Secret Wars. Wars. Yeah. I do hope that S.W.O.R.D. survives Secret Wars. We've had this discussion before. The world of Avengers, the world of these superheroes, kind of needs this organization to keep everything in check. Yes. There's so much story that can be told about the fallout, the aftermath of these 
Avenger level events that would work great for being seeing them told through this kind of TV series format. Absolutely. And you know, that also gives me an idea that you could bring some of the actors from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. into a S.W.O.R.D. TV series if they ever were to do something like that. Maybe they might be planning to. I mean, the end of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had a few of them doing intergalactic missions still, so that's kind of a S.W.O.R.D. thing, right? Yeah, that's true. That's very true. That could happen. But I think that the way that this episode began was just amazing. Everything about this beginning of this episode was just done so well, chaotic and everything. And I like where it took us. Because remember in the last week's episode, we talked about how we wanted to see more of what Sor was up to. And I'm so glad that we actually got a full episode about what Sword was up to. It's like, yes, it's not so much a missing person's case. It's a missing town. town case. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I love the sheriff sitting there right in front of the side for Westview. Be like, nope, Westview doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. Never heard of it. <laughs> She's driving to Westview. They show like multiple signs. Westview next exit. Westview this far. Yeah. This many miles. It's not anything that was created. It's just something that is blocked. <laughs> yes. And I thought that was really interesting how it, that whole thing was affecting them, which again, I'm still of the mindset that I think Wanda is what's causing this, but I don't know if Wanda is actually doing this because she wants to do it or because something else is at play here. And I'm really wondering what that is at this point. I have still haven't ruled that out. Yeah, it is kind of interesting because a few of our earlier theories are playing out. Like I said, I predicted that the beekeeper guy was someone from S.W.O.R.D. being sent in in a hazmat suit. Yep. The show, as it were, could really only translate that hazmat suit as a beekeeper outfit. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what we see happen. Yeah. Now, whilst we see what happens to Monica Rambo when Wanda kicks her out, mm -hmm. we don't actually see what happened to, to Beekeeper, Beekeeper Guy, guy yeah. when she rewound it. Yes. He didn't suddenly come back out. Nope. From Darcy watching from the TV, it was just suddenly this hard cut to skip over it to get to the credits. Yeah, exactly. So every time Wanda corrects the world, the TV that's being broadcasted out is corrected and you don't see her correcting it. Well, that's definitely showing that she has control over it. That's also showing yeah. that there is something else happening that is influencing what's coming out of this. And see, the bit for me that, that made me question that or made me question whether Wanda is in complete control is that scene when Wanda kicks Monica out of the show Illusion, right? Is you do see this moment where Wanda sort of confused, right? As why she did what she did just now. It wasn't a look of done, right? It was more of a look of what did I just do? And I think that is kind of playing into what I think is that I don't know if Wanda is in complete control of this thing. Yeah, because in that moment when she kicked Monica Rambo out, she was fully lucid and cognitive of the quote-unquote the real mm -hmm. right i mean yeah security badge for a sword turned into a sword logo necklace mm -hmm. she was fully cognitive of what that meant who she was and she kicked her out and as she went to reset everything and fix everything she hadn't put herself back into this fake reality for one of the most disturbing images yet of this film. Yes. In the MCU in general. I, I mean, mean, 
seeing Vision walk in like that and her looking at it and her reaction, that is nightmare fuel for me. Oh my god, yeah, that was so creepy. It was really creepy. And it also makes me wonder, when I saw that, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, is that actually what Vision actually looks like? Somehow Wanda is just manipulating this corpse that's just floating around? That's what it means. It's like, this whole thing, Vision is nothing more than basically a corpse being manipulated like a marionette puppet. How is that not the darkest, creepiest answer you could have for what's going on right now. Right, exactly. It is so unbelievably disturbing. And so again, like for a moment, we saw what was real, right? But I don't know, again, like we still don't know if what we saw was an actually vision. I think it was. real vision? I really think it was. You think it was? Okay, yeah. I thought that it might be, but I wasn't 100% sure. I mean, just from her reaction to it. That's true. That's very true. I also want to talk about a character that showed up in this show that has also shown up in a couple of other movies that in the other movies that this character has shown up with, there really wasn't a whole lot of point to that character. You got to give it to her. Five years of the blip, she completed her doctorate and became a respected astrophysicist. Jimmy Woo, in his five years, learned how to master the card out of nowhere trick. Look, that's what I'm talking about. Who's making better use of their time? (laughs) Obviously, Agent Wu. I mean, come on. Dr. Darcy, it's so nice to see her. (laughs) I mean, she's not an intern anymore. She's a doctor. She's respected. Sword has a problem. They're calling her in as the leader of her field. That is really cool for that character. It's something they kind of did a little bit with the Hulk, right? Yes. They showed Hulk through multiple films. Now we're seeing Darcy through multiple projects and seeing a character growth at arc that is really paying off. Mm-hmm. For sure. I was a little nervous about the character of Darcy because in the Thor movies, Darcy was kind of a comedic... Yeah, she was a comedic relief kind of character. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of depth and dimension to this character. But in this show, I was so glad that they brought her back because the writers of this show were like, no, Darcy, there's a lot more to her. There's still the element of comedy, which Kat Dennings delivers brilliantly. But it's more of just giving her way more dimension and way more depth with making her a full-fledged scientist, which, let me remind people, in the first Thor movie, she was a political science major. (laughs) (laughs) And she completely abandoned that and went for astrophysics, which is awesome. And now we see this fully-fledged character in this show that is familiar and yet completely new and completely different and this is something that marvel does really well right is when they reintroduce a character or or they give a different layer to another character it's just so greatly executed that i felt like oh darcy's here but oh darcy's like super awesome now (laughs) (laughs) and she's so funny too and she's so hilarious she's super funny she still has that hilarious super funny comedic relief but it's no longer comedic relief because she's this bumbling political science major that's trying to help out her friend she's now a funny witty expert of her field and it's like yes i'm loving this it's and not only that but i love the way that she was able to just see through all the crap you know like the moment she walked in it's like so what do you have so far like i'm afraid that's classified got it so you don't have anything (laughs) (laughs) that's so great and it's so awesome so what do you do why did they bring you in uh, we're not supposed to talk to each other. Okay, so you're the Boy Scout leader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I 
we're just putting people in their place like well i am a uh, biochemist yeah we don't care anymore <laughs> yeah <laughs> And the chemistry between her and Agent Wu, right? Between, you know, Kat Dennings and Randall Park. So great. Those two, I kind of want them to have their own show now, you know, because those two <laughs> work really well together. Keep them around for, you know, Secret Wars or Multiverse of Madness, something, you know. I mean, Multiverse of Madness, that sounds Bring like they'll have a need for an else. astrophysicist, you know. For sure, for sure. But you know what? What I'm really glad about is that both Randall Park and Kat Dennings are going to be in every episode from here on out. And most likely they're going to act together, which I'm so excited for. Now, going back to our general theorizing for what's coming up next, I really think Darcy's analysis of this is showing that there is still going to be the quote-unquote real villain. Yeah, I mean, part of it, they revealed she was a person at the end of the first episode that was closed the sword notebook and was taking notes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they revealed that she was the one who helped Agent Wu broadcast through the radio. Yeah, they're doing all these reveals, but her analysis is showing there is another level of control, I think. Mm -hmm. I want to say that's going to develop into a conflict. Now that Rambo is out of it and believes that Wanda is in control of everything, there's mm -hmm. going to lead Sword down path A. And I think it's going to be Darcy trying to go down path B that ultimately proves the real conflict and the real solution to this conflict. That's my theory for the role of these two characters. And I think it's interesting because they mentioned here the cosmic background radiation, right? That essentially it's just high levels of it really concentrated in this small area yes. in a town in somewhere in New Jersey, right? That's something else I want to talk about. Yeah. So when they talk about that, you know, when they say cosmic background radiation, my immediate thoughts were like, is it something ancient at play here? Which again, brought me back to Mephisto, which is an ancient being. Mm -hmm. And another thing that kind of got me thinking about that, episode two, I found a little hint there when they had that little party with Dottie and the rest yeah, of the women there. The pool party. Dottie said something, the devil is in the details. Yeah. And then Agnes said, that's not the only place that, that he's he in. is. Yep. We talked a little bit about that last week. You know, so again, cosmic background radiation being so high in this isolated area is like, okay, so this has to be something ancient. This has to be something from the very beginning of time mm -hmm. that's in play. One of the things that I was thinking about is the fact that how not only is Mephisto that old and that ancient, but what else also existed, was created in the Big Bang. Yeah, and that's another thing that I was thinking about too. The, the Infinity, Infinity Stones. Stones. Yes. And they said they can't truly be destroyed. destroyed. He just reduced them down to their molecular atoms. So mm -hmm. she's trying to pull the power of the Infinity Stones back to one location in order to bring Vision back. It could maybe create this bubble of the Mind Stone where the Mind Stone isn't isolated to a single stone yet, but maybe it is covering this entire town. Right. Another thing, another theory that I had, actually, when you were talking about that, I always have to try to remember to connect this series to Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, because mm -hmm. there's going to be a connection between these two, right? And Multiverse of Madness talks about multiverse. So I'm also wondering if there could be a multiverse situation happening here where Wanda may be drawing something from a different universe 
to recreate vision that could be another thing and that mm. opens the world to like a whole mod a whole lot of bad stuff happening which inevitably leads into multiverse of madness yeah i'm with you i'm still with mephisto being there i still think probably in the next episode when we see the kids and we get that halloween episode i think yeah. that's when we're going to get our first real clear hint or demonstration of who the devil is if in fact mephisto is present for this series as a villain i could be wrong yes. it could just all be wanda but yeah marvel doesn't be, do anything straightforward and i'm still thinking this is probably a misdirect that they are working on yeah i mean again like look this is phase four right this is a whole different era or a whole different new face of of the marvel cinematic universe typically we have seen a hero versus a villain in every single property that marvel has ever released mm -hmm. they might not go down that route for this particular series however it'd yeah. be a little weird for them to not do that right for them to not have a central villain to the story and it's this all being wanda's creation it could be i'm on the mindset that there's more to this i don't think wanda's in full control of it i think that there's other entities at play here especially considering now that there's like background radiation and all that kind of stuff i think i think there's more at play here and i think we're obviously seeing the unraveling of all of this done now what do you think next episode do you think next episode we're going to continue to see more of sword or do you think we're going to jump right back into the tv series might be a good spot for final thoughts because my final thought on that is we are going to be back inside the tv series from this episode there's a little bit of a timing issue that i was re-watching i was kind of looking at the timing of events how they were quote watching it on tv and the only mm -hmm. real answer is there are more episodes that sword is monitoring than what we're actually being given we mm -hmm. are seeing the important ones we are seeing the ones that are changing things unravel and plot driven aspects of the overall our show our reality mm -hmm. needs to see but there's definitely more happening so i think they're going to dive back in to the show but at the same time as i'm back into the show they are going to find a way to intersperse that with swords elements of trying to understand what's happening is where i think we're going to end up at yes i think that we're going to go back to the regularly scheduled program that might even be the title of the next episode <laughs> that might be that might be the title of it yeah <laughs> And I think that we might go back to the same formula of seeing the episode, and then at the very end, we're going to see what Sword is up to. I think, though, that we might have a shorter episode of the One Division shenanigans situation that's happening, and I think we might spend a little bit more time with Sword at the end of the episode. I'm expecting to see more of it. We will see what happens. I'm expecting that we're going to learn more, I think, of what Darcy's up to. We never got a commercial this time. We didn't because we weren't in the show. Well, I mean, they could have still done the commercial by them seeing the commercial for the first time. but they, Yeah, we could have seen that. But I wasn't expecting a commercial in this episode seeing as we were not in the show itself, which is, it's so meta, right? This whole, right. This whole show is so meta. <laughs> we're going to come up overall. I predict we maybe see Sword at the beginning. We might see Sword mm -hmm. in place of the commercial now. And we're going to see Sword again at the end with the, between those quote-unquote commercial breaks, we're going to be watching our normal WandaVision show. We're going to get back mm -hmm. 
opening credits, new decade, everything moving forward. Yeah, I think we're going to jump to the 80s now. So that'll be really interesting to see what they bring in the from the 80s. And final question for your final thought as we close up. Darcy asked a question that we have and we don't really have any answer for yet. Why do they keep skipping decades? That can't be for my benefit, can it? Mm, exactly. That has to be significant somehow. There is a significance there and I wonder what that is. Look, I'm just excited to see what's to come in the next two episodes. I'm really excited for it. But hey, let us know what your thoughts are, what your predictions are for this show. I know Nathan and I have been kind of getting really close to with our predictions. So this is a lot of fun for us to jump into theorizing territory. But hey, if you have your own theories or if you know something, then definitely let us know by hitting us up on Facebook at Streaming Thoughts and on Twitter at Streaming Geek. This has been Nathan. And this has been Daniel. Thank Thank you for for listening. listening.